to Dance Fever, episode 287. I'm Eddie Lee. We have West Virginia's premier dance competition show on tap for you this evening. And I don't know about you, but I'm still dancing to that opening music. This evening as we record, not as when you listen. There's no restriction on when you listen, so just on when we record. There's no restriction on that either. Sure, it has to be now. Oh. We're going to start out with World of Dance. World of Dance. We have a guest judge yes. on World of Dance, and it's Misty Copeland. Probably one of the most qualified guest judges on any of these shows Ever. so far. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> we like Misty Copeland. And tonight is round one of The Cut. The Cut. Five go in, two walk out. Yes. Five act enter, two act leave. And it's the juniors in total. Because we also have team division, but only two of them. A couple couple of the team competitions. But it's the juniors in total. And how are they deciding, Terry Ann, who moves on and who does not? The two top vote point getters from the judges move on. To the next round, which will be the divisional finals. Cool. Love all these words. So three. Nope. And they do it like a um, scoreboard. The first act to perform, well, they're number one. Mm -hmm. The second act to perform, well, they're either one or two. The third act, something knocks somebody out and falls into third anybody that is in Three, is four, is below the line and and that's the way they looked at the scoreboard you had one and two and there was a line and three four and five so anybody that lands in three four and five your show is over yep go home go home see ya and in our juniors we had diana pombo i'm a beast the mccaffish <laughs> I always bungle that word. Mahakovich. Mahakovich sisters, The Lab, and Eva Igo. J-Lo mentored all of them in this division. Yes, all of the junior she competitors. She spent time with the, each one of the acts and gave her critique, her thoughts. She actually improved one of them, I thought. It struck me very much like the um, coaches on the BBC Young Dancer. Mm -hmm. They're not there to do anything, but to give them something to think about. Yes. Think about doing it this way. Think about do their dance. It's yeah. Ask them what they felt, what they were trying to convey, how they wanted her to feel when she watched them dance and tried to help them find ways to make that even more impactful. So Diane Diana Pombo came out very first. She danced too. Andra Day's Rise Up. And it was a contemporary piece because that's what she is. And it was very, very good. I, I really, really did like Terribly it. Terribly emotional. Yes, I cried. The first and the last. And she got a 92. I'm a Beast came out next. 
And that is the average among the four judges. That's how the points, it's who gets the highest average. Yes. Uh, it's not total points. But this whole show has been like that. Although it's been the average. To- total points, it would be the same thing if it were total points as, as average. But yeah, so there are four judges. And it's interesting because the judges for some of these ranged five points difference. Mm-hmm. And and I think maybe more a couple times. It's like, wow, that's just. It's all based on how you how art is subjective. Well, yeah, that's. And it's all based on how you feel about what you see, whether it be a painting or a dance. Not only just, that, but because of who they are, because of what they know, they look for certain things. Yes, they look at certain things. You know, so it they they're not negatively but they're swayed that certain things appeal to them more than it would strike others certain types of movement certain forms and shapes and you know so misty's favorite thing was she says when she watches dancers dance barefoot barefooted yes she wants to see a relationship between their feet and the floor and that's what she was looking at. That kind of, I was like, okay. When she first said that, I was like, okay. I can. S-. And I'm glad she said it on the first answer because then I watched her. Well, it's very different than how they will react to the floor if they have shoes on. Right. It, it, I mean, it just, right. it does give the whole, every movement that em, em, emanates, emanates, yes, from their feet will look different mm-hmm. because it, it'll have a different feel. Anyway, I'm a Beast came out next, and this is a group of youngins. Dancing to Chris Brown's Look at Me Now. And they did a very good job. Wasn't quite as clean as it could have been. I saw a couple places. I wasn't sure what I, if I really saw a couple places, but then they said, the judges said that they saw a couple places. I was like, oh, okay. Then I did know what I was talking about. And they got an 84.2. And in fact, that's the one that they didn't show the absolute complete dance. All, all of the dance, yeah. yeah. But they are in second place right now. Yes. And I'll let you say the name. The Mahakovich sisters. Thank you. So bad at that. Um, dance to Grace Vanderwall's Beautiful Thing. And there's three of them. The sisters, not Vanderwall. Yeah. And it was an interesting dance. I kind of It was like they were on a couch... And they danced around the couch and with each other. And I could see that one of the judges said it was like you were at home having sister time. Goofing off. Yeah, they were playing around wrestling, wrestling, it seemed, and stuff like that. Yeah. On the back of the couch. And that's what it seemed like. It was very much like that. It was very joyful. And it was, they got an 85.5. Which puts them in second place and means I'm I'm a beast beast is gone. And then the lab came out, and they're another one of the groups, and they danced too. 50 Cent Disco Inferno. And they were so clean, so precise, and I really like their story, which I realize has nothing to do with their dance quality, but I really like the story of all the forgotten kids who have kind of... Not the best home Had life. nowhere else to go. And, and they banded and they together, together under Robin Hood and started... <laughs> but I liked it. I liked, I liked their story. I liked the dance. I liked the fact that they do so well. 
I don't know who's teaching them. I, I don't know, but, but the they are. The teacher is very. They're well rehearsed. Yes. For sure. Very good. And not only that, but the, the choreography is very creative. Mm-hmm. Creative beyond what these um, individuals at their ages, uh, for the most part, could come up with. And this is the one come that, that J-Lo helped. Yes. Because they had one one of the smallest girl, they're, they're all youngins, but the smallest girl was doing a kip-up. And the others were dancing in the back. And Jayla said, that would look really cool if you as, did it in as waves. she kipped up, you all did it in waves. One right after the other. Not really waving to the second line, but waving to the second person at the end of that line. But so rapidly that the second line appeared. So they all ended up kipping up. At, by the time it was over, but, and yeah, it they, was a ripple effect from the one dancer all the way through. They weren't exactly together in the next lines, but it was like the ripple, and it was it just looked cool. And they got an 86. yeah, that it was it was a big improvement yes. over what they were doing. And it's they got an eighty six, which puts them in second place. Nope, third. No. Yeah, the Mahakovich sisters. Eighty five point five. Eighty six point five. Oh, I wrote down an eighty five point five. I'm so sorry. So the lab is now in third place, which means... They've gone home. They're out. Hmm. And then Eva Igo was last. I'm very torn between her and Diana, because they're both they, phenomenally good, especially for their age. 14 and 12, I do believe. I do believe that Diana's 12. But Eva's definitely 14, because they asked her. Yeah. Specifically when she got done. Because of the quality of her dance and the emotion. And the emotion came from J-Lo in her mentoring. Looked at her and said, it's a beautiful dance. Made her cry. You're a beautiful technician. It's a beautiful dance. But I want to feel more She made her cry, man. So tell me what this dance is about. And tell me how it's supposed to make me feel. And I want to see that feeling in you. And the girl's like, well, you know, I've never done that before. And J-Lo's like, give it a try. And it worked. And she got a 92.5. Which puts her in second place. And she got a Misty Copeland, I like the way your feet address the floor. And means the Mahakovich sisters are out. Of out. There. So the two moving on to the divisional finals are... Are the two soloists? Young... Female contemporary dancers. Yes. yes. Diana Pombo and Eva Igo. Yep. And then for the team division, Neo mentored them. And Swing Latino came out first. Dancing to Haru percussion groups. Welcome to the party. And I loved it. They didn't have their sparkle on, which kind of disappointed Derek. Yes. He but likes the sparkle. He likes the sparkle. I loved it because they they said it was the, the street dance. The story was awesome. Of where they were from. Yeah. It's where they are from. It's the street dance. They were all dressed in street clothes. Now, they were brightly colored. Yes. But it was, and yeah. And it reminded me kind of like West Side Story, the, not the two combative, combative groups, but the one group together, the Latino. I thought it very much reminded me of what you would see in a 60s movie about dancers in Colombia, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, 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 the colors were, and the they, styles. They were sitting and, on stoops on either side. Yeah, and they, it and was. They started dancing, and the other group came over and started dancing, and they danced. It, it, it was, was just really cool. It was I well, really, really well conceived. It. The energy was excellent. The dancing was excellent, and they got a ninety-two point five, putting them in first place. Yes, putting them equal 
to the highest so, junior. So far. Yes. The highest score and so far. And then Super Crew came out. Dancing to James Bay's Let It Go. And they, I, I applaud them. They did something uh, very different. They took a big risk. They took a b-boy group and did a very serious, emotional b-boy dance to this song. And it was not flashy, not flamboyant, and it I was, think that's it was why slower. they it, ended up getting an 88.8 because it wasn't what they were used to seeing. But that Super puts Crew. them in second place. But it puts them in second place at this point, and that's where the show ended because apparently they don't schedule very well, and they ran out of time. But I liked the fact that um, well, at the end, Derek looked at the other judges and said, did we watch the same dance? Yeah, because he... Because he gave them a 95. And they averaged 88.8 88. between the uh, four of them. So, obviously, that shows you that some other people down scored him something mm-hmm. fierce. But he was like, I, did we watch the same dance? Led by Neo, if and I it, recall. And it, and it went on. They even showed after when they, all the judges are kind of gathered around, not sitting in their seats talking. And they're trying to tell him why they scored it so low. And he's just like shaking his head at him. Yeah, he, he, yeah. Didn't, he didn't see it. He didn't see it. So now we're going to go on to Say You Think You Can Dance. We have our eight top people left. We have Kat Dealey. And we have Mary Murphy and Vanessa Hudgens and Nigel Lisco. Those are always. We have an opening number. Vanessa Hudgens did something terribly distracting with her hair. Yes, she did. This evening, the All-Stars and the Top Top 8 come out and do a group dance by one of our favorite choreographers now, we've decided. Yes, Mark Kenamura. And it looked so Mark. Yes, it did. And it was danced to... Call Me Mother by RuPaul, and which is very Mark. It. So Robert just rocked it. Oh, Robert was. <laughs> he just. He it. was the bomb. Yes, and what was I going to say for that? I don't remember. Anyway, we're going to start out with Marco and Coigne doing a jazz piece by Mandy Moore. To Fitz and the Tantrums, hand clap. And they were both in white, and they clap. did the. Yes, exactly. It was fun. It was very fun. There was no story, which they were both very happy about. They just got to go out and dance a jazz dance with no story behind it. And they did a good job. Yes. I mean, they're both very good dancers, so I was expecting nothing less. And then Robert and Taylor came out and did a hip-hop routine by Luther Brown. To Cardi B's Bodak Yellow. And that outfit rocked that she had on. Yes, it really did. And I was quite surprised by her ability to do the hip-hop. She did it quite well. I'm never surprised by Robert. Ever. No, he can do, he can he can do, do anything, anything he wants to. Yeah. Next out were Gabby and Lex doing a contemporary piece by Mandy Moore. To Luke Wade's work song. And Lex's technique is just ridiculous. And I was quite amazed by Gabby being able to keep up with him. Gabby's contemporary. Yes. But... She had to be able to do contemporary in order to win her season. I know, but so I still, mean, she has gotten better. She wasn't that good a contemporary dancer when she won. Her no, season. but and and it's it's really, I it kind of does her a disservice uh, to, in my mind because I I also do this, but to think of her as a tap dancer, she's a dancer, and and watch her do this. She is is a is a dancer with a firm foundation in tap. 
But she she is a dancer, yes. Cyrus and Kaylee came out next doing a cha-cha by Val Chermkowski. To Aretha Franklin's respect. And Kaylee nailed it. She just kicked herself into high gear. She looked confident. She looked sassy. She looked happy. And I loved... I loved the way Cyrus did his cha-cha because it fit in the story. The story was he was at home cleaning the house, and she came home as the businesswoman who makes the who makes the bread to bring into the house, and she wanted to dance, and she is a cha-cha dancer, and he's a street dancer, and he did his best to keep up with her, and he was there for every connection, and that's what was important to me. So I loved it. Comfort and Mark came out and did a Broadway by Spencer Lift. To postmodern jukeboxes, Criminal featuring Ariana Savalas. And we've seen, we've heard Ariana. Postmodern jukebox. We've heard Ariana on other postmoderns that mm-hmm. we've listened to on MT, on YouTube. Not MTV, YouTube. Sorry. And it was good. It was the sexiest, like somebody said, the sexiest Broadway I've ever seen. And That's because of Comfort. Yes. And she just amazes us more and more. And Mark did a good job. Yes. Because he is a b-boy. He, he, he was not left behind by comfort. No. By any stretch. No. Jenna and Kiki came out and did a Travis Wall jazz piece. To Adam TM's Pop HD. And this was the oddest dance I've seen in, in quite a while. Quite a while, yes. The makeup was phenomenal. It they was... They looked pop art. Pop art, postmodern. Yeah, it was... It was... Uh, very different, and the the song was different. Was perfectly in tune with the makeup and the mm-hmm. dance move. The entire concept was complete. Travis had had thought about this all the way through because I thought everything mm-hmm. matched everything else. It, it was really, uh, it was it was art. That that whole production performance was just art, and they killed it. I thought. Fiction. It was insane. Yes, I know. Or beautiful. Fiction and Dazzy came out and did a Jackie Royale contemporary piece. To Sunlux's Breathe. And it was so... We couldn't quite get the high concept of it, other than perhaps she was supposed to be his breath. I'm not really sure. Maybe, yeah, I'm not... I'm not really sure. They They did what appeared to be a good job, not knowing... Exactly what it was that yeah, what they the gave them to job dance, perhaps was supposed to be. But it was interesting, and I like fiction. So there you go. Ellison and Logan did a Christopher Scott hip hop. To Boyce Avenue's "Say You Won't Let Go," and this was very cute and sweet, and not I wouldn't have called it hip hop. Almost I can't quite tell you what I would have called it, but it was not. Down in the pocket, hip hop no, no. street. Thing. It was a very sweet, nice, contemporary-ish lyrical hip hop piece, and that, of course they did it well because Logan is a, just a good dancer, and Allison's phenomenal. That was the end of the All Stars and the Top Eight. Now the Top Eight have to dance with each other, but first we have an All Stars group routine, also choreographed by Jackie Royale. Dancing to Belmoria's Truth. And it was a very interesting piece. It was a contemporary dance involving plexiglass, plexiglass. plates. Big. Six foot tall. Yeah, as, as big as, as the dancers. Plates, because they held them, 
They laid them on top of another dancer and stood up on them. They raised them up in the yeah, air with one. Carried dancer. dancers on. I mean, them, it was, and it was my my feeling on the view of it was they were walling off certain people from each other. Yes. Throughout the dance, and these people were trying to get to each other, but there was a, there was a wall between them. That's what I got out of the dance. Lex and Taylor are our first duo dancing a jazz piece by Spencer Lift and we found out that they've known each other for a year and have worked together actually they danced to an American in Paris as performed by James Levine and the Chicago Symphony Orchestra and their story was that Lex was a crow or a raven I'm sorry a a raven raven, (laughs) and Taylor was an exotic bird in a cage and he would come to the window and look at her and he got in the window and got her out of the cage, and they danced together. And it was interesting. I thought that Lex was more bird-like mm-hmm. than Taylor was, but it still it was a very good dance. And it kind of rem- reminded me, and, one of, and Mary Murphy said, it kind of reminded me of Hawk when he did his bird to Jamie's flower. Which was in the first Six seasons of yes. So You Think. I've, I haven't watched those seasons. Yes. Koine and Kiki came out and did a salsa choreographed by Val Cherimkovsky. Dancing to Danka Malengo by Bonde de Rolet featuring Rizzle Kicks. And Kiki was in... Oh, excuse me. Kiki was in his element. Oh, he was. Of course, oh, man. Because he is a Latin, well, he is a ballroom dancer. He, he's a world champion. champion. And But as Mary Murphy said, that he was more schooled in the blah, blah salsa than in the street salsa. Right. The, she, the was, she was hoping salsa. he would get past the formal salsa where your legs are straighter and you're more maybe rigid in a way, if you can be in salsa, and more down in the street. She said that he did a very good job of getting down in the street with his salsa. So there you go. And Coigne, it was the very first time she ever did a salsa in her life, and she did some wonderful bachatas and different stuff. I mean, it's it's it was, her first ballroom dance. It was and excellent. She, she did very well with it. It was excellent. Kaylee and Logan came out and did another Travis Wall contemporary piece. To Wood Kids Shadows. And that was the theme. Kaylee was Logan's shadow throughout the dance, although at times she was more like an entity he was a, trying to battle. Right, a force. Uh, yeah. But she, then she went back to shadow, so I found it kind of interesting because it's kind of like there's something that you turn around and it, no, it's just your shadow. And you look over and it's like, no, that's just your shadow. But then all of a sudden it turns into its, it's own. Right, it's attacking entity, you and, and trying to... you or trying to get you to do something. Yeah. And, then, and you, you fight it and then you turn around and it's your shadow it again. It returns. So I liked it. Yeah. I thought it was interesting. And I thought that they did a very good job. And I thought that the judges were very unfair to Kaylee when they were praising Logan like they were and kind of poo-pooing her because I thought she did a good job with what they gave her. And then Dazzy and Mark came out and did a Christopher Scott hip-hop. To Christine and the Queens Tilted. And it was different. Their 
They almost had plastic hair, I guess you could say. They had umbrellas. Well, they were mannequins. Yeah. They were, okay, then it was plastic. They were mannequins, mannequins that were thrown out. That were thrown out in the trash. And then after they were thrown out, it started raining. So they picked up umbrellas and trash. started dancing. Mm-hmm. So it was, it was good. It wasn't my favorite piece, but it was good. I thought Dassey did a much better job than Mark did with yes, it. Yes, definitely. That was more in Dassey style, I do believe. Yeah. Yeah. So we have Kaylee, Dassey, and Coigne as our bottom three. And immediately I said, Coigne, go sit down. And thankfully the judges also, after mm-hmm. they talked to all three of them, told Coigne to go sit down because she was safe. And then they said they had a tough, tough decision, but it was a unanimous decision between Kaylee and Dassey. And they sent Dassey home, which made us sad because that means less of fiction. Yeah. I'm kind of surprised that it was unanimous. I mean, okay. I just based on based on this, on that night's on performances. This night's performances, and I think Kaylee did better than Je- than Dassey because I think Kaylee's choreography was better than Dassey's, which always kills me about this show because you have to dance what you're given, and it may or may not make an impact. Therefore, it I mean, you could dance it perfectly and if the choreography is not impactful but that being said yes kaylee spent half of one dance laying on the floor dassey didn't so she if, was laying on the floor at some point if they the breath well if they reward the dancers for activity then dassey should have stayed and I don't think it's activity. I think it's the impact. So, well, I really I mean, do. Half I think, of that dance, she laid on the floor. I think it's it's tough on the stage. It's tough because it's so much. I would say sixty percent of it is the choreography you're well, given. Well, it's it's out of your hands yes. to a to, to a, a point. Extent. Yeah, yeah, it, it, that's because true. If that choreography doesn't doesn't resonate. In some way, whether it be joyful or sad, right, whatever, or it's it's the emotion. Yeah, if it, it's, yeah, you're not going to get because us, us American voters are a fickle lot. If you yeah. don't wow us in some way, then we're going to be like, oh, well, that was forgettable. Yeah, yeah. So there you go. True. All right, a piece of strictly come dancing news I ran across today. Brandon, Brendan, will not be on the next season of Strictly. And Kevin and Karen, Karen are, are splitting. Yeah. Although they both said that they will still be dancing together. Right, but... They're not going to let it... Word from behind the scenes is that them still dancing together is very tense. I would say. And very awkward. So. I would say. Um, maybe they will, maybe they won't. Um, you know, it could be that one of them decides, I don't want to do this for 15 weeks. Mm-hmm. And even though they might have a contract, they just tell the BBC that, no, nah, I'm going to whatever, sit out or, you know, I don't know how it's handled. For the most part, people that leave seldom come back, I've noticed. If mm-hmm. they go, they go. Mm-hmm. They stay go. Um, so I don't know what that's about. I don't know if it's like, well, you know, you, you've basically, you've only got one shot and when it's done, 
That's all you're going to get. You know, I don't, I don't know how they do it. We've seen them come back, obviously, on Dancing with Stars. Yes. Derek's done it. Max has done it. Uh, some of the women have done it. Jenna did it. Um, so, yeah. So, there's just a couple um, updates on Strictly that I ran across today, uh, as a matter of fact, while I was sitting at work not working. If you guys want to... We all do it. Don't don't give me that. You want to send us some feedback? You can do it a variety of ways. DeliberateNoise.com slash DanceFever is the website. Comments accepted there. DanceFever at gmail.com is the email. The, 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 yeah, the email. Um, email is accepted there. DanceFever also has pages on Google Plus and Facebook where DanceFever is broken into two words. And we have a Twitter where Dance Fever is one word. And you would find us mostly on Facebook, if you want to say anything. Really, honestly. And no matter which social media you choose, you have to spell it correctly. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that we're so such a stickler for that. But it is F-E-V-R-E, not E-R. Actually, I spend more time on Twitter. Okay, you can talk Terry, to Eddie Lee if Terry's you're on Twitter. A, Terry, Terry Ann's a Facebook you can fanatic. You to Terry Ann if you're on Facebook. If she's not on Farmville, because otherwise she won't see it. I will but. still see you pop up in a little message box. Oh, okay. Down in the bottom corner, as we all know, if we are Facebook users. Oh, wow. Nice little dig there to counter my dig. I'll see your dig and raise you. Okay. All right, guys. Thanks a lot. Next week, more Strictly... More. Bahaha! More strictly come dancing, which has four more episodes, and World of Dance, which has three more episodes. We're not doing strictly come dancing. So you think you can dance, which has four more episodes, and World of Dance, which still has three more episodes. And uh, so we'll be doing episodes of both of those shows for Dance Fever episode two forty eight. We'll talk to you guys then. The Dance Fever Podcast is a Teal production, and as such, is licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution, non-commercial, non-derivatives, 3.0, unported license.